I'm Roxy. And I'm Elle Michelle. And this is this, this is thing this that we're thing. doing. That appeal. I mean, we we just talking right now. We are. I'm gonna do that every episode. Okay. We came in on a very peculiar note, but God is faithful and good. Oh, um, man. Welcome to this episode. What is this, 23? This is not 23. <laughs> we have not even broke 20 yet. This is about 17. 17, 16, 17, something like that. Anyway. We never know the episode. We don't. Just know that we're here. Yes. Welcome to this episode of That, that Opinion Noir. Noir. Well, we have not seen each other in a very long time, which is unusual. It's been about a week, I thought. Has or it? two? I think it's been two I weeks. I skipped church yesterday. I didn't make it either. I slept Baby, through. I've been on. I've never skipped so much church, y'all. But I don't feel convicted. Yeah. Like, we do a lot of work there, mm-hmm. and it's great. But I'm just like... I'm on summer break. Yeah. And I be listening to the Lord mm-hmm. in different forms. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I am Sometimes you like, have to listen when he says, rest your mental. Like, and there's I mean, nothing wrong with that at all. And I don't, I don't actually don't feel bad. I mm-hmm. just, I just took a break. Yeah. I, woke I take up at intermittent breaks. I just, you know, I do these little production gigs mm-hmm. and. I be getting home late, and yeah. I was just like, you know what, Lord? You just gotta rest. I'm not setting an alarm. Mm-hmm. I'ma just sleep. I'ma just sleep. I was about to be dusty Saturday night, but you know the bed saw fit, so it doesn't matter because apparently you were the dusty thought was yesterday. Thin. I was dusty this morning, <laughs> and then got no sleep. Oh my God! Y'all will catch that on your way home, You'll as they say it. in the Baptist church. <laughs> You'll catch it at some point, but um. Oh my God! Yeah. Uh, what's on your mind? Um, I have a lot on my mind, but spill it. The thing. I don't even know, like, where to start. I don't know where to start. That's how much I have on my mind right now. Like, I don't know if I want to talk about what's happening on the internet. If I want to talk about, like... You know what? Because this is therapy noir. We need to talk about our stuff. We do. We need to talk about our stuff. I was just reflecting on it. Mm-hmm. Like, we were talking about celeb shit, and that's cute. But yeah. I'm about to talk about I my mean, stuff I feel like today. we... We're talking about our stuff, then we kind of got away from it. Like, we started talking about celebrity stuff, then, like, I don't know. I feel like we go through stages, but I don't know. Maybe now's a, a good time to recommit to focusing on us and leave these celebrities alone. So they're all I still got to talk about some of them. I but, mean, absolutely. Like, yeah. Nicki Minaj having a full mental breakdown on the internet. It's I, really I weird. haven't even paid attention or seen Don't. Wow. Don't. 
It's a lot. It's crazy. I blame. She's jealous. I think she is jealous, and she's like, there's a camp of people who are like, oh, all these people have been doing her dirty for so long. Like, which I don't negate, but like, also, she's jealous. She can't take someone else. Having success. Having success. Which fucking sucks. Because, like, like, you're supposed to be empowering and rapping about that and, Mm -hmm. you know, just, like, praising that. But you haven't been. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. But I I feel like talking about me today. I had a series of things that. Yeah. I can kick it off. I can talk about me and be, like, vulnerable and honest for the people. So, I've been having crazy anxiety attacks over the past few weeks. Well, I wouldn't even mention to say over the like past month or so. Um, and it's hard to pinpoint what offset it. All I know is that this month I've been kind of running nonstop. Like I had nine shows scheduled and then like six, seven, eight more got thrown in. So I, some weeks I've done as many as like four or five shows, which like, you know, isn't a lot to some comedians, but like for me, having that hard switch from being an educator where like my day was pretty set, like things would happen during the day that were unexpected, but like I knew where I was going to be mm-hmm. like five days a week at least to, you know, having this like really sporadic schedule where sometimes I have a show a night or two shows a night or I have four shows a week is been extremely difficult and now I'm feeling that part of the comedy side where you really have to deal with your self-care like you really have to make sure you're taking care of your mental like make sure you're drinking water make sure you're eating and like seeing some sun too because it's about to be that season yes definitely and it's like I haven't been necessarily taking care of myself in the best ways and it's like a little stuff that I've picked up on like some days I will go full days without, like, eating or, like, talking to people or, like, leaving the house. Like, if I didn't have a show and if I didn't have a reason to leave, I wasn't leaving. Or, like, if I did have somewhere to go, like, the drive to get up and get out of bed and get ready to go, was it just, like, felt like it took all the strength in the world to do that. And... Like, you know, before when I was at school, I would have, like, my anxiety things, but at the end of the day, I would get up and go, and I would just, like, rest and recharge on the weekends. But, like, this feels very different from And that. she's an exemplar of resting and staying her ass home on the weekends. I am <laughs> and I, I love resting and staying home on the weekends. I wish that I did. <laughs> but I, it just felt, like, very different than that and like the anxiety dreams have just been out of pocket like the one I had Saturday night to like wake up almost in tears is like what is going on and like not even um like I'm trying to describe I'm sorry um not even like something that's that suggesting that it's your mental health, but having dreams where, like, mm. something in your brain is literally telling you you are not okay. Like, that's what I experience, like, in my sleep. 
like something on a constant loop saying, you're not okay, you're not good, mm-hmm. you're struggling right now, mm-hmm. you're not okay, your mental health is suffering. Like, to hear that on a constant loop in your sleep is jarring. And then to wake up in the middle of the night and be like, I don't know how to fix this. Like, you know, I could go sit on the couch, but like, now's not the right time. Um, but then you have to like make it the right time because if you don't, it'll get worse and anxiety can lead to depression and then, you know, it can, it can just spiral out of control. Ironically though, Aretha Franklin saved me in my dreams and I was able to sleep the rest of the night. Sarita is the queen of soul. Of right, shade. To her. Uh, and of shade. Like, she's just uh, a queen. Baby, uh, that video. I wonder what Patty... I gotta go look at Patty's stuff. She said something very nice. Because that's Patty. Yeah. Yeah. That's Patty. That so. is Patty. But anyway, like, I just feel like it's important, especially on this podcast, because we named it Therapy Noir and because mm-hmm. we are too young black professional women hosting it's important for us to a be open and honest about our struggles to break down the stigma around it and to also let other black women who are in this position know they are not alone Mm -hmm. like it is fine to say i'm struggling there's strength in saying i'm struggling and there's even more strength in like going to people and say that i'm struggling and like finding yourself a doctor like and finding yourself a doctor doesn't necessarily mean that you have to get on medication. Like, that's not the route that I want to go. I'm not interested in being medicated at all. It's not for me. Mm-hmm. But I do need to sit down on the couch and talk to somebody and work out my foolishness. I have a pretty big life change ahead of me. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Like, it's a week away. And it's ultimately about my health. I um, Next Tuesday, I'll be undergoing bariatric or weight loss surgery. Weight has always been a thing in my life, and now just seems like a good time for me to deal with all of my health-related things, and like mental health has now just fallen into that bucket, but I'm okay with it, and I'm looking forward to the month of recuperation and resting and not committing myself to anything, just so I can get my mind and my brain back in order and like really sit down and find a doctor and do more writing and you know mm-hmm. just like kind of chilling not running around because I am a, I'm a runner I go full speed ahead so and I mean Kanye and Common go <laughs> <laughs> some days yeah. I'd be like I don't know how this bitch can be out at this time of night and I'd be asleep. She'd be telling me full-fledged stories at 1 o'clock. <laughs> but then three hours later, I'd be up because my anxiety kicks in. Yeah. So, I mean, I get it's it. It's like a struggle. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard. And black women, we do not have to be strong all the time. Like, we don't. Society mm-hmm. would suggest that we should be, but that's not true. And the fi- depictions of us in... in Media art and art, yep. Strong you know. black woman, strong, loud, yeah. aggressive. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's me in my life, and I was really vulnerable, and I wanted to cry, and I didn't. So I'm really proud of myself. So I'll cry to later. Go, way to go, right? Don't do that. What's up with you? What is up? Besides me being semi-ratchet. Um, 
you know, I've just been reflecting a lot on, you know, my life and future. And I just be anxious because it's like, I'm thinking about what else can I do more than I have already done? Like, what else is there to do? Mm -hmm. I got discouraged and I had gotten very downtrodden and very like, I'm not going to any networking events. I'm not worried about it. Like, this is not for me. I'm just going to be behind a desk all my life. Like, I thought like that. Um, but just a lot of anxiety surrounding, like, my next steps in, in life. And 2019 will be here next week, mm-hmm. if you really want to be honest. Um, you know, and I got my, I took, like, a two-week break from life coaching. And then that's when I saw, like, my life started to not fall apart because that's exaggeration but like my mental and my happiness and talking to him Mm because he's great started to be like yearning for him like Mm -hmm. I started to just be like oh my god where is Om I need Om Um, and so I got back with him Saturday and I just wanted to know some things about myself and he's just a really good person to help you dig deeper within yourself Mm -hmm. and I just wanted to know more about, you know, like changing my thinking towards my future career goals. Um, Also, why I attract a certain type of man. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, it's really hard when people sit up here and just, you know, be like, well, you're better than that. And you don't need this. And you don't need no man from jail. And you deserve better. And I'm just like, well, what is better now? Because you could be working in the financial district. No kids. And be trash and be sewer garbage disposal and a stink trash Hmm. so you know it's just like thinking about my dating life and you know it's just like what does it look like for me um reflecting on past situations where you know this guy is this very whimsical guy to the masses of people but the perpetration and you just really do a lot of self-reflection like I'm overly nurturing I'm overly like you know sensitive and like trying to show up and be I am a shower upper for people mm-hmm. even when it's not reciprocated I am a shower upper I am always present when I can't be and when I'm not I communicate that with mm-hmm. people I do and for that not to be reciprocated has been very aggravating. And so, you know, um, and you know how you just see people post stuff, you hear them say stuff and you be wanting to be like, so you are such an actor or an actress. I just be like, you're so extra. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be extra because I can really call you out. But Om is just helping me work through that and like focusing and center myself in other things it's like I can't keep reflecting on mm-hmm. what could have been should have been would have been why I didn't he's just like so what is, where are we going yeah what are you doing like what is happening let's propel you forward mm-hmm. like for 14 weeks I'm on this next you know like phase of the life coaching experience and I'm excited for it like it costs money mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, like I said a few weeks ago, really helpful to talk to people that you do not know. Yeah. You can't tell everybody about your love life. Mm-hmm. 
he can tell everybody about your internal thoughts sometimes. Like, sometimes you just need to reflect on things yourself mm-hmm. and talk it out with yourself. Um, it's just, he's a great resource. Um, pricey, but yeah. I just ask God to make a way for me and him to benefit from it. Mm-hmm. Like, financially and emotionally. Because mm-hmm. um, he's a genuine great person but yeah you know my anxiety and I on the other hand am opposite of Roxy I have been reflecting on whether I need some type of Xanax or not mm-hmm. or Ambien because I don't want to think about work when I'm home yeah. I don't want it on the weekend I have recently connected my email to my phone and I'm just like why am I doing this mm-hmm. um you know but it's just like some people's work life Life balance isn't important to them. Yeah. It's important to me. It should be. Like right now, I don't want to be as tired as I am. Mm-hmm. Some of that is my own fault. But, <laughs> you know. Um, you were having fun. Like you were doing your self-care, which yourself, your self-care. I was self-care. <laughs> I was self-caring. All right, honey. Listen. But, um, you know, it's just like. I want like normal days and I want to be able to go to bed at 11, mm-hmm. 11.30 and, you know, just wake up refreshed. But I'm always waking up at like five something and I'm mm-hmm. like, this is not the way. Yeah. It's not the way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, reflection. It's hard. Very, very. It's so. Hard. That's what's on my mind. So if y'all can tell, this is gonna be a heavy esque episode. <laughs> we left y'all for a week and came back with all the feelings. Of the came world. back, and why did we leave for a week? What? Cause schedules, schedules. Work, 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 work. Work, buku times. Rihanna. Um. So shall we move on? We shall to best life. Best life. I don't know. I can't tell you. I can't tell you nothing because I don't have nothing for you. I have nothing Life's for right. you. That's I mean, real. all I can tell you is um, I'm going to Belize next week. That's exciting. Next Friday. So it's um, a doc day at work, but everyone will be fine. Um, I almost said something awful, but don't worry about them people. You got to worry about you. At the end of the day, it's a dark day. Like I'm it's dead. not the end of the world. Yeah. You know. You know. I just have to be like, I work hard, mm-hmm. and I know that and I work hard. You deserve vacation. Yeah, I've like, been working past seven every day. I'm gonna own oh, that I'm taking wild. a day. Like I was surprised that you stayed as work at work as long as you did today, because I know usually the day before the first day is when they're they like, were like Go try home to get out at five. I was like, that's not happening. Yeah. So you can forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I That's don't about know. It. I'm like in the same boat. Kind of the thing that makes me happy and makes me like live my best life is also the thing that is a big stressor in my life right now. Um, you know, comedy. Comedy. It's like it's it's really quite difficult. Like it's fun. Being I've in been, your art farm is. Dip- it's like it's a lot. It's like this is my job now, and it's like I'm here to like. On the one hand, I am happy that I'm doing comedy, and it's like I've I'm getting paid for some gigs now. Like I directed something and acted in and got paid. Like I did a show today, like got paid, and that's 
really exciting and fun and, you know, makes me feel validated in my work. But at the same time, like, it will take it out of you Mm -hmm. again if, you know, you're not caring for yourself. But, Mm -hmm. you know, it's still good. I'm wrapping up my, my August marathon shows, which is great. And, I mean, I guess a part of my best life is I'm having the surgery, which... It's something that was brought to me a long time ago, and I was not mature enough to deal with everything that will come with that at the time. Um, but now I am, and I've did all things, and I've gone to a nutritionist, and like I'm excited to be healthier. You know, it's not fun like skating on the edge of being diabetic and like heart disease at this young of an age so mm-hmm. i'm excited about it and i'm happy about it and i think it's gonna be good like recovery is gonna be tough and you know i won't be able to do a whole lot of social stuff but it'll be good and i'm excited about it and i'm and my mom is coming and oh, my best excellent. friend is coming so that's like excellent. i get to spend time with them and be spoiled and be doted on so that's exciting Mm, and I bought myself some fancy, very fancy sheets from Target. I bought I'm myself like a a a um a velvet comforter. It's very fancy. Sable. Yeah. But that's you know, nice. Yeah. So best life. We don't really have nothing. Um, <laughs> as you can tell. Like we just we just been today. Like yeah. it's like a very out of our norm, but you yeah, know. we're talking about us. We're not really talking about pop culture today. I can't with these people right now. You know, yeah, like I mean, all the planets are in retrograde. Everybody's going crazy. That is the beginning of the end of celebrity gossip right now. Boom. Basically, you know, I mean, I'm just relaxing and looking at the celebrities and looking at politicians and just mm-hmm. relaxing my nerves and trying to drink my water. Hello. You know, and get That's my life in order. Yeah, so. Um, <laughs> best life for me is Belize. That's about it. Looking yeah. forward to it. Mm-hmm. You know, I just like water. Um, also, best life is just seeing my mom happy. She got yeah. her first passport stamp. And... <gasps> My mom has made sure I enjoy myself on each and every international trip. My mom has sent me to study abroad. My mom has only been to Mexico, and that was in high school. My mom went to Seattle with my aunt for their cousin's 80th birthday. Um, They came back to New Orleans today, and my mom, as some of y'all know, lives in Texas. And so... They were only four hours, well, three, but four because the speed limit's 60. They were only three hours away from Canada, um, Vancouver, British Columbia. And so they drove up and had a day trip. I love it. That's amazing. She got her first stamp and she got her passport when I got it in 2011. And my mom has made sure that I have... um, just enjoy my life. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm like, okay, come 30, I'm getting it together. Like, I'm taking all these trips, but I'm going to have to reduce it because mm-hmm. I, like, legit want to be like my mom and my aunt and just be owning stuff and yeah. owning in a city such as this. And so 
I just want my mom to be happy and is going to tie into my wine about it in a few minutes, which is a really heavy one. Because, um, you know, like we said, this episode is kind of a different vibe. We're yeah. talking a lot about us and our internal thoughts and feelings and um, just things that happen in our lives and, you know, what we're thinking right now. So um, that my wine about it will continue with a story. Well, so. you want to kick it off? Sure. Um, so, in all honesty um, and transparency, my dad was not a good dad. Um, he and my mom were married uh, for six years. And um, during pregnancy, clearly my mom and dad were married. And he cheated. And he supposedly has a son that is five months older than me. We are not... I mean, I don't know either way, but my own, mm, let me stop saying that kind of stuff. But nevertheless, some people think that that child is not my dad's. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've never met Ashton. Uh, He is supposedly my brother who is five months older than me, which means my dad was clearly cheating on my mom. Um, And Loki takes pride in that. But nevertheless, my dad has been in and out of my life all of my life very inconsistent um therefore as much as i wanted to run from it that transcends into my love life like Mm -hmm. that bouncing back and forth that you know what i'm saying that i'm gonna call you when i want that my mom has such a low tolerance i have developed that and i have never been in a serious relationship as a result of that now do I think I've had quality men come up to me and that I jacked it up? Mm, maybe two. <laughs> you know, a lot of the men, just their patterns are similar to my dad's. So fast forward to last year. Um, I guess he was excited for sending me a little $50 here and there. Great. It helped. I mean, it, I don't know. Paid for a third of the cost of my braids. I don't know. Or 40%. (laughs) I don't know. Um, And so, you know, he would send me little things here and there. In fact, I need to hit him up this week. But. Get your money. Hello. He is in arrears. Get him. I'm getting there. But, um, (laughs) you know, he called me last year uh, and my aunt asking to get off of child support. Um. And there was a sister, Demetria Lucas, who I really love, who posted about child support. Um, Nevertheless, he asked me to ask my mother to take him off of child support. Now, little did I know, you cannot get a passport and other things, other novelties and and things that we like to get Mm -hmm. um, in life if you have an open child support case. Now, I'm about to be 30 in a month and some change okay and so i didn't know the case could still be valid but from my understanding to my understanding rather um if a man has a child support case open against him and the child could be 33 and he comes into some money that money is the child's and it ain't even about me getting the money it's about my mother and so he caught an attitude because I was like, don't call my mom 
after she has had surgery. I don't call asking me to ask her or asking anybody else to ask her to take you off of child support. You have done a lot of things that I will not embarrass you about and say on the podcast right now. It's not even about embarrassment. It's about the truth. Like, he has done a lot of things. And I know that he's sorry and apologetic. But being sorry is showing that you're sorry. More so than verbalizing it. And so, he's trying to, again, ask us to take him off of child support. Mm -hmm. So, he could move to the Philippines to go and marry some woman. That he, nine times out of 10.3, met on the internet. And... I am just saying this to you, men and women, because they have women, you know, they have women that are not, do not have custody of their kids because they want to be bop, boop, boop all around or whatever they want to do. But to all of y'all parents that have not done years worth of work, it costs money to raise a child. So much money. It costs money. And see, people get this notion that just because, you know, my mom had a great job while I was growing up working in oil and gas. And, you know, luckily she had that job and I was the only child. But that does not negate times that maybe I didn't know about. I don't think I know about any, but she's... She held that job for 27 years, and I can't think of a time where I went without something. Now, foolishness, yes, of course. The Bible says, spare the rod, spoil the child. And I may have been a little spoiled because I was the only everything, like no first cousins or nothing on my mama's side, but the attention was on me. So if I did something shitty, I was not getting what I wanted to get. And so, you know, all the chastising and all of the you know, spoiling and all that, giving me X, Y, Z and exposing me to things was all her and all my aunt and all Roberta Thomas Clara, Roberta Clara Thomas Howard, granny. Um, You know, it's just like, you don't get to ask that. You don't get to say that. And a lot of people, you can't talk to them about it because they don't see the grand scheme and they Mm -hmm. don't know the whole story. Yeah. It's like when you have someone that's always been a get over, always been a pushover, always tried to talk his way out of things. You can't let bygones be bygones. It's not going to fly. I still need stuff to this day. Yep. I still need stuff to this day. For instance, transparency. I have hydranditis separativa. I need laser hair removal. Mm -hmm. That shit is expensive. Very. Every treatment. He could be paying for that. Hmm. I told him I want him to pay for the food and the cake at my party. Originally, I told my uncle, but he was just like, why didn't you ask me? I said, you're the one asking me to get off child support because you say you're going to pay X, Y, Z to my mom. It's not flying. Y'all parents, y'all got to take responsibility. Like, you want to get off of something when you're barely physically there. You ain't even physically there, but you want to get off of something that's going to help put food in this child's mouth. I know so many parents that have told me, and it's really sad, so many parents that, you know, great moms. I haven't been to birthday parties decked out. Mm -hmm. 
I said, whoa, my super sweet fifth. <laughs> Not sweet 16, but my super sweet fifth birthday. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like these parents are homeless or in shelters mm-hmm. or living from pillar to post, got their right. children spread out. And the dads got the nerve, or even some of the moms got the nerve to want to boppity bop all oh, around yeah. town and just be mad about the amount and, and not want to take financial responsibility. Kids don't know what be going on sometimes. They don't do anything but be born into this world. Be so born. how is it fair to them? Be born. And that's the thing. It's just like, I told him, I said, if my mother says no, and which she probably will, you will not disrespect her. You will not be mad about it. Or you can kiss the little relationship we trying to build. The bottom of the Pueblo house will be gone. Because I don't play behind that one. And so you all have to really coerce your friends that ain't shit to take care of their business with yes. their children. Children cost money. There was a meme that talked about how child support is for the um is not for a failed relationship, it's for the absent father. Whether it's failed, whether he's absent, child support is for the support of the child. That's it. At the end of the day. It's for the support of the child. Social security, one of the students, she has, you know, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. Um, a young lady that I know, her dad passed away when she was very young. And she gets social security, you know? And that's the way it is. When you're working, you work to put money into social security so you can benefit off of mm-hmm. it. My daddy don't have that. Right. You know, he doesn't have that. And, you know, he's a veteran, and he really, really, really needs to... He takes advantage of what he has, but he needs to set his children up. Because mm-hmm. he was like, and it's really sad because he was like, I don't deserve to be buried. You could just burn me and throw my ashes into whatever. And I'm just like, that's sad. Mm-hmm. It's really sad. And, you know, it's just like, I don't, I talk to the man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It makes him feel good. I talk to the little man, but he still needs to be helping me support my life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you don't get to do what you want to do and then get off of something that you deprived your child of decades later. That's not how that goes. Yeah. It's unfair. That's like... not how that goes. And it's just like, I'm not saying this because this is my mom, but she is super strong and super confident. And sometimes she'll reflect and be like, Lauren, I am sorry you didn't have a dad in your life. I'm mm-hmm. like... And another thing I hate is just when people try to put that you knew how he was when you got with him no, narrative no. on these I hate things. that so you much. You can't do that. You can't. Because it'd be some of y'all who daddy up there molesting people. Baby, listen. You didn't know who he was right. when your mama married him. You might not have even been born. But you don't know the things people got going on. So you can't say that. That's very selfish. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's just like conveying the message to him. Like, I can forgive you, but you still have work to do. Like, you have to work for this relationship. Like, you don't get to be treated 
like a father just because like you coming around right. now i'm about to be 30 just because you're my daddy don't mean you deserve to be treated like a father like you're about to be 30 like i have to hear about your regrets all the time mm-hmm. so but it's like it's cool to hear about regrets but it's, what are you doing to fix it what are you doing? You don't to know build if my lights cut off. You don't know if I got food in exactly. my fridge. You don't be knowing what I be having. You know, you don't know. And yeah. so, you know, it's just like conveying the message to him. Like, you know, and I genuinely do love him. And mm-hmm. I look at it like God is giving you chance after chance because yeah. you like Bobby Brown. You ain't dead yet. <laughs> after all the shit you done done. After all the stuff. Bobby's dead. Whitney's dead. You're here. Yeah. My dad is Bobby Brown, but the Mormon version. And I'm done. <laughs> He's a Mormon. Good. He's a Mormon. All I have to say, like, please be conscious of your stuff. Like, your kids carry your emotional baggage. They just do. They carry all your stuff. Like, that they we do. catch the residual effects of everything that happens around us, and it goes on to affect our adult relationships so and it's sad because i legit i legit don't be trusting no man like i legit don't yeah you know it's just that you don't you don't get to freely live your life because you think you're out of the woods because you poured your heart to me Mm -hmm. and you know it's just like unfortunately my relationships with men or lack thereof um my trust in men I ran away from it for a long time, but I got daddy issues, you know, and it's just like. I would say I do, too. Like, Mm -hmm. my dad and I have a really good, strong relationship now, but there was a period in time where we were not great or whatever. Like, I'm thankful that we are now, Um, but there's still, I still harbor, like, a deep distrust Mm -hmm. of men, and I'm... I don't know what they're going to mm-hmm. do to me. I don't trust them. And like part of it is my dad raised me to be super independent like that. But then another part of it is just that I don't trust you. I don't know what you're going to do in my life. So. Yep. And that's, that's where I'm at with it. And, you know, um. Basically, you know, we're evolving and we're trying to work on something, you know, but it's just like, it takes time. Like, you can't, even with men, like, you just, you can't pounce on me. Like, it takes time, especially if you're a man and I'm attempting to give you another chance. Clearly, that hasn't worked because I don't have anyone. But, you know, it's just like, if ever I wanted to, like, keep going that route with certain dudes, it's like, you know, I, I, I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm trying. Mm-hmm. That's a part of the broken, you know, that, that being a, like a broken woman. I admit that. Yeah. You know, but it's just like, once I s- suspect the ounce of bullshit. Bye. I just can't with it. It's been great knowing you. Have a wonderful life. Like, that's how Like, I is. don't have time. Because I you know don't. what? My mom didn't stay. My dad dealt drugs and did them. And so it's like I have never seen my mom like miss him or like try like there is no trying with 
someone who is on drugs and trying to harm you physically and trying to, you know, just put on this facade like he was so there. And I just got clarity that he was acting like that before he lost his job. Mm -hmm. I was always like, yeah, he lost his job in terms of that. Like, nah, he was acting like that before. Mm -hmm. And in his transparency, he tried to bring in other people that I knew in my life by telling me their dirt. And I'm like, no, so this isn't how this goes. No, it's not how it goes. And, you know, I was talking to another friend who unfortunately lost her mom at a very young age and her dad wasn't around. You know, and so it's just like now that he's sick and old and has older children, you know, that are able-bodied, he's expecting the works. And I'm just like, she was just like, Lauren, I am feeling something. I am not feeling. It triggers you. It triggers you. And she was just like, I have animosity. I am not feeling him right now. Mm. You know. um, And that's fair. Like, you cannot blame because I know the Bible says, you know, I'm the, I'm the mother and father, right? That that days may be long. Exactly. Yeah. But. They ain't honoring you. What, what, what exactly. do you do? Exactly. What do you do? I think it's so unfair that you can go your whole life, your children's whole life ignoring them. But then when you're sick, you expect them to come around. Because, you know, be we around. have the heart. You know, we have the heart of. You know, like, we can't see you go through that, and we can't, you know, we have that heart. It's manipulative, and, like, Very. I can't, I can't do it. I can't. Whew. Yeah. Chow. But that's my mind about it. What's yours? So, I told you something earlier today from an experience that I had over the weekend, and I'm just going to read them, and then I'm going to elaborate on said experience. Um... Told this to some of my girls last night, and I think it's important. Keep saying no, even when it gets uncomfortable and awkward. Even at the risk of being called a tease, mean, or a bitch. We're not letting these fuckboys wear us down by by repeatedly asking the same question. Over and done feeling bad for standing my ground with pathetic men who who can't grasp the concept of choice. They are trash, and that's for them to take up with Christ. I didn't see that tweet, but... Yeah. I mean, just thinking about it, like, over the weekend, I met a man um, who, like, over conversation, like, kept asking me to be his, quote, bae for the night. And we're putting that mildly. Mildly. I mean, that's what he said. But, you know, there were other things that were said that I'm not going to say on this podcast because, like, it makes me uncomfortable to say. Um, So, and it's like the question, it's like they try to do Jedi mind tricks on you. Like, they ask you the same question, like, are you sure you don't want to come up and get some water? Like, you know, you have to drive home, you need to use the bathroom, like, just come up for a second. Like, things like this. Very rapey. Very, like, rapey. When I'm, like, clear, like, no, I'm good. I'm good. No, no. And just not... It's it's toxic for a man to not be able to acknowledge the first no and say, that's fine. It is disgusting. It makes women feel uncomfortable. 
It is psychologically damaging. And y'all really, really, really have to stop the foolishness. Like, I'm so far beyond it. it. The more I think about it, the more it just really sends me to another plane. Mm-hmm. Because it's just deplorable behavior, honestly. It's deplorable and it's disgusting. And then on top of that, this person knew, upon like, while we were conversing, we realized that we knew someone in common. Um, specifically his auntie. And I'm petty. So my first thought was, I should tell his auntie about this disgusting behavior. Because this is awful that you would repeatedly ask a woman after she has said a very clear no to you and you keep asking her over and over in many different ways to come up to your apartment. I don't want to hear that loud and clear and leave me alone so we can part ways. And then even further the next, not even the next day to day after makes contact again and does not even one time apologize for the behavior, but continues to perpetuate it. And then after I've said no to his many advances, he says, oh, you want to take it slow. No, I don't want to take it anywhere. I don't want to take it anywhere. I want to take it. We see how you do when I say no. Exactly. So what's going to happen if we start dating and I say no? Like right now I was asking me over and over, but what's that behavior going to escalate to? Like, it is perpetual fear that women live in when they see dudes display behavior like that. And it's like, with those dudes, you can't even say, oh, well. Like, you can't make excuses for them. Like, that night, he was drunk. But a drunk mind speaks your sober self. Mm -hmm. So, I only have reason to believe that your behavior is probably always this erratic. And you have more control over it when you're sober. I'm just, like, sick of men. I'm going to be single forever. Like, it's really sad because it's just, like, and then when some women and men try to rationalize, well, you need to, or you don't need to, don't tell me what I need to do because you're Mm -hmm. deflecting on what he's doing, Mm -hmm. and it's not okay. And, guys, just, like, putting this out there, you can't go with the, he treats you how he dressed because I was dressed very modestly t-shirt jeans sandals very modest so we have to kill this argument that it's about the way you present yourself i was so homely i met him because i was going to record something for a friend like i was there literally working like of course chilling with my friends and stuff too but i was like working I hope he rung his fucking ass up. Excuse I mean, my language, I don't talk to him no more. Like, I don't. Like, he, And sometimes that's all you need because it's just like... I've gotten tired of wasting my breath and my words on people who are not going to listen or benefit from what's being bestowed upon them. And he just reads as one of those people who will not... He obviously doesn't pick up social cues. So I cannot depend on him to pick up verbal cues. So I'm not going to give you verbal cues. I am going to excommunicate you. You're done. Like, iced out. I don't have nothing else to say to you. 
like life, y'all. And this is sad. It's very sad. <laughs> it's like... It's very sad. You oh, know? man. It's just like... You know, I don't know. Somebody I was recently conversing with. It's like, you all are older than me. All of you. Because mm-hmm. I like older men. Mm-hmm. And the stuff that you say is really baffling to see most of y'all. Because with older men comes what? Kids. Mm-hmm. Y'all got daughters. You have daughters. Mm-hmm. And you don't think about if someone were doing the shit that you do to us, to them, how ready you would be to kill somebody. Okay. How ready you would be. And you have to reflect on that and put yourself. And then the thing put is. Put your daughter like, in the woman who you right. pander and shoot. Think about your shoes. daughter. Like, think about your daughters because you know what? Your daughters will meet men twice as trifling as you are and will go through 10 times the amount of what you're putting these women through right now. So think about that. Because, yeah. guys, these men are not getting no better. At all. I'm on social media daily just looking at the things that people are saying, and it is terrifying. These men are not getting better. They are getting It's worse. almost like the Lord want me to be Sister Mary Clarence. Baby, honey. listen. I'm be, Nothing you could buy could make me tell a lie to my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm about what to I'm focus on my career, get my money up, and adopt me a kid. And that's about to be it. I'm sticking to my God like a step <laughs> to a ladder. That's where I am. You'll you be believing I won't I be walk in the garden alone. Hello. Okay. <laughs> and he walks with me. He talks so, with me. And, and he, he tells, tells me, me I, I am his own. own. And the joy we share as oh. we tarry there. None, none other, other has ever, ever known. None other. Even the little dusty men in church. <laughs> and I hope you're listening. The ones in church. You can go Maybe to. Maybe the worst ones. Worse. I had the black one. Um, I had the black one who's real churchy. But everybody know he trifling though. Not a New York one. And I don't give a shit if he listen. Or if it gets back to him. Dusty. Dusty and crusty. And it's just like, I know I have stuff with me. Like, I get that. We all have stuff. Like, I'm we not, all have we stuff, not sitting but... up here proclaiming to be perfect. Like, we have a voice that we are petty and that we do petty stuff all the time. So, this is not to be like, oh, we're perfect. We don't do anything wrong to anybody. No, false. But what I will say is. <sighs> It's yeah, hard out here. Baby. And I'm not even going to say for a pimp because clearly I'm not pimping. Because <laughs> the pickings are as thin and slim as Donald Trump's toupee <laughs> and Kellyanne Conway's hair. Nothing left. <laughs> nothing There's left. Nothing. nothing. The follicles on her hair outweigh. They have Whitney Houston nothing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Don't make me close one more door. So, yeah, so. We have questions this week. Great. Um, thanks, guys, for, you know, being our unpaid therapy. This is Therapy Noir. Um, 
so you know we're talking about it all. Can I read that? Um, yeah. Let me make sure this is the only one we got. The only email we got. Ooh, she has a, um, she has a lot. She put, like, a, a pseudonym, but I've already plastered this person's name all over the internet for winning things, but it's okay. I don't know, Bobo, but that's what's up. Hmm. Okay, first question. Oftentimes... Um, did you read who it was from? Oh, I'm sorry. Violet Hathi. Sure. I don't know how to pronounce it. There's Violet. an explanation later. Violet. <laughs> <laughs> um, oftentimes, we deal with relationships either biological stance or emotional, which may or may not be mutually exclusive. Logically, when it is over, you move on because it's what you must do. But emotionally, it's just not over quote end quote do you ever feel like closure is a real attainable thing or mythical aggravation you must dabble into it's mythical it's mythical look at me sounding ghetto get myth it's, if, mythical it's mythical, it's mythical. very uptown right very now. uptown the uptown has come <laughs> it's up mythical. it's mythical <laughs> um to me it's mythical because like Especially if you've been like physically involved with that person, like you have a soul tied to them. Yeah. They make you feel a certain way, like they look at you a certain way, they hold you a certain way. Mm-hmm. Like you had a fun know. Yeah, like they, they get know. It. They get parts of you. But... but there are parts of them that ain't shit and mm-hmm. maybe parts of you that ain't shit and mm-hmm. you just ain't shit together. But mm-hmm. separately. And so it's like to me it is um a mythical thing because it's just like that person has been a part of you in some way. And so yeah. you'll always remember them. And you'll always miss that one or two or five or 90 mm-hmm. things about them. But it's just not for you. And that's even like with friendships, I would say. There's often, well, no, there's never closure to that either. Because some people you just stop talking to for whatever reason. And you never like really get to resolve it. Like I've had a couple of friends who I've fallen out with and then... We've talked about it, but those relationships were never the same. They're not the same. Um, Because you hold on to the emotional baggage of it all. Even when you don't want to, even when you've moved on and you've made new friends and you've lived your life, like you still hold on to all that emotional baggage. So I would 1000% say that it is mythical and fake as unicorns, even though white folks would have you believe that they are real. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Mm. Uh, There's a second one, I think, too. Yep. <laughs> this is a word from God. <laughs> Do you believe in signs? Mm. Like seeing a certain number multiple times. My God. Um, or people you don't know stating the same phrase to you. God, God, God. Perhaps it's a cloud that looks exactly like a pizza that you've been craving for weeks. <laughs> Laughing my ass off. Furthermore, if you believe in signs and see one, do you act on it? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's the number eight is the number for new beginnings because seven, seven is, is the number, number of completion. And so I read a meme that said, uh, I have to try to find it, Lord Jesus. It was a deep, it was a really good meme. And after I read it and I posted it, um, I counted from the day I found it. 
up until the day in a month. The month, everybody's giving me the month of October for like transformation or something. And so um, the day in the month is a day after my 30th birthday, which is October 8th. And so the eight represents new beginnings. And that's crazy to me, right? And so the meme says, in two weeks, you'll feel it. In four weeks, you'll see it. In eight weeks, you'll hear it. And so when I count it eight weeks, number one, eight was the amount of weeks where I'll hear something, right? And so I'm banking on that. Um, I needed that. Uh, So eight weeks is the number when I'll hear something. October the 8th, that's the day after a very significant birthday for me. Eight, the number of completion. Eight weeks from the day that I counted. Like, it was just crazy. And so, like, signs. And I'm not just talking about, I knew he shouldn't have went to that barbershop or he wouldn't have got killed. Like, not even those. Because signs are more than just, like, shouldn't have and should have and could have. It's more like wait and see, uh, like navigate, uh, reflect, you know? And so it can be so many different things. Um, and yeah, I believe in them and I love them. You know, some of them are bad. Some of them are good. You know, like I can see, I was talking at work the other day about, you know, certain like personalities and what I thought about people and certain things that people do. There's a vibe that they give off mm-hmm. and, you gotta talk. You gotta address that. You gotta nip stuff in the bud before it becomes a problem. Yeah. If that sign presents problematic things, so you know, yeah, absolutely, signs are vital and real, especially now more than ever. So, man, that was heavy, right? That was heavy. I believe in it too. Um, I haven't had a lot of experience with numbers per se Mm -hmm. but I have had people tell me things a lot of times that um just came to pass for me and sometimes it's strangers but a lot of times it's people like who know me and like can pick up on my energy and like I honestly truly I don't think I would have broken down and said you know what I'm gonna give this comedy thing a true shot had it not been for like other people who randomly came to see my show saying, no, you're really funny. Are you like doing this professionally or are you mm-hmm. just like playing around? And I'm like, oh, I'm just kind of playing around. And they're like, mm, you should be doing it professionally, you know? And like having friends being like, like seeing that me talking about like my past job, like had one, you know, ring a passion around it because I did love it while mm-hmm. I did it. But then when I started to talk about like my comedy and my theater and my acting, it would be like a light bulb went off. So I definitely like believe in signs and reading the signs. And I've had like a lot of people just randomly walk up to me and tell me things that were confirmation that I was doing the right thing. And so, yeah. I'm in all this. I love stuff like this, like stuff like stars and signs and numbers and mm-hmm. morality and yeah. astrology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, when I moved up here, I feel like a lot of people, especially in like dating or mm-hmm. even just in meeting new groups of people, whether mm-hmm. you're dating or not, um, they're like, "What's your what's sign? your sign?" That explains why you're. And you know, I, I can kind of, I could dig it. Mm-hmm. 
I sound so 70s. <laughs> but, you know, I can legit dig that because mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, do I know astrology? Nah, I know my mama's sign and I know my sign and I know my aunt's sign. <laughs> All I can tell you, um, which is why me and my aunt, we are very much so alike. We're very goofy and shady, and we used to butt heads when I was younger child, but love her. Um, but, you know, like, I don't know, like, oh, you're a, like, I think you're a, I don't even know what you are. I'm an Aquarius. Okay, see? Like, I don't know <laughs> dates like that. Like, yeah. I don't be knowing, like, I, I don't like signs, like, a little bit. Um, yeah. I can, like, people, like, I know that there are definite signs that I am attracted to, like, in friendship and you know, romantically, you know, whatever. Like, I know what signs I'm attracted to. I also know, like, that I'm attracted to trash. So, <laughs> child, who are you telling? I mean, just based on their sign, though, you know, because, like, their sign might be. I, I tend to be attracted to fire signs because I am an air sign, even though I'm a water bearer. Um, See, I'm lost. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I know the, sign, the, um, the symbol is the water bear, but it okay. falls under an air sign. Um, so I like fire signs because, uh, you know, air elevates fire, pushes fire, you know, like it fuels fire, basically. So, so you fuel the trash men. Our personalities. <laughs> can sometimes work together for good. But oftentimes, you know, people attached to those personalities are just, like, too much for me eventually because they need, like, a lot of attention. Mm -hmm. But I do know for sure that I love Sagittarius a lot. Like, those are probably my favorite sign of all time. My college roommate, Jocelyn, shout out to Jocelyn. Um, was a Sagittarius and our roommate relationship and our friendship was like a dream. It was so Jocelyn Grenard. Okay, yeah. cool. Never mm-hmm. knew that. Yeah, I love her. Um, I miss it. JoJo, if you're listening, I love you, sis. Miss you. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like, I love all that weird stuff. You know, it's fun and exciting. We've been talking mm-hmm. a lot. But that's good. Oh, and she also says, P.S. Thank you, ladies, for my wonderful swag bag. I'm beyond excited for my gifts. I just want you ladies to know I love the podcast and look forward to hearing it every week. Let the Lord keep using you. Ooh, amen. Come on. In this wonderful way. I love y'all. Can't wait to hear about the amazing things happening in your lives and soon to occur. Much love. Violet Hathi. Hathi is elephant in Hindi. So purple elephant. I um, love it. So yeah, speaking of swag bag, we do have a swag shop. The link is on both our Instagram and Twitter, which you can follow at thetapinoir at gmail.com. You can send us questions to be read on our doctor's order segment at thetapinoir at gmail.com. Again, that spelling is always and will forever be T-H-E-R-A-P-I-E at gmail.com Ella Michelle, where can the people find you? You can find me on Insta at L underscore N-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-Y on Twitter I'm trying to get back on my tweet um, at L-N-I-C-H-E-L-L-E 
I'm not even gonna waste my time and give you Facebook. <laughs> um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Roxy E Will R O X I E E W I L. Again, that's both on Instagram and Twitter. And quick shout out to all of our Nola based slash Dillard based podcast popping back home. We have our brother podcast. Your 30 with Marty and Arrogant Observer. We have Your 30 with Bats. We have, or um, no, it's not Your 30. It's Fly with Bats. Sorry, Bats. You know, I try. We have On the Lake podcast, Oof. which is new but amazing. Um, shoot, Kane has a podcast now. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I got to find it real quick. Um, we, of course, have We'll Figure This Out podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh... Any other ones that we know of? Hmm. The read is hot, of course, as usual. I mean, the read is hot. Not like our NOLA-based ones, though. Yeah, Trying NOLA to shout based. out our, our, gotcha. our friends. And Kanae's <laughs> Sugar Sass. She's NOLA-based Huh? She she's not NOLA-based, but she's Dillard-based. So, um, Sugar Sass and Sarcasm is Kanae's. And she is available, yes. I believe, on well, SoundCloud or Squarespace. So those are all the podcasts that we love and appreciate. Oh, and the Misbelief Podcast um, and Black Girl Giggles Podcast. So, you know, we are actually just trying to support one another and be great and do great things. I envision just now. See, that's a sign. It's a sign. Mm. I just envision like a giant collab with whoever wants to. It'll be I'll great. We're going to do existence. something amazing one day and yes. it's going to be gonna be as the kids would say back in the day fire 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 um so i think that's it for the day we had a great therapeutic one we sorry did if we sounded downtrodden one. but not sorry because that's what this is about that's what it's about and so. we're gonna get like to more of that and the funny you know the funny mm-hmm. it, it lies in there i'll be funny next week next week maybe we'll have funny feelings and thoughts yep uh, oh my mom will be here next week maybe yes. i'll get her to sit in <laughs> Okay. I'll never be able to get a word out because I'd be too busy laughing. My mama is hilarious. She I love is. her. Um, but anyway, that's it for today, y'all. We love y'all the most. Don't forget to listen, subscribe, follow us on all the social medias. Um, and let's keep getting those subscription numbers up, 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 up. Thanks for getting us to 1418. That was amazing. We want to keep that growth steady and consistent. So, yeah, that's it. I'm done talking now. <laughs> yeah, I still have more work to do, unfortunately, at my house. I have to pray on whether I'm going to just go to sleep now, wake up early and do it, or I don't know, whatever my heart feels, it'll get done in the name of Jesus. Amen. Good night. Good night. On a mission. Oh, I-